All right, I'm fucking awful at these pre-rolls because I'm just starting. But anyways, in today's episode, we're going to talk about the dark side and why it's dangerous to spend too much time there. We're going to talk about why progress comes before girls, uh, Parkinson's law, maximizing time, what's working with my, with my day, day-to-day time management, what's not. And uh, we're also going to talk about voice cracks, and <clears throat> we're not going to talk about voice cracks. But we will be talking about what... In my opinion, a successful friendship or relationship requires, may or may not have to do anything with uh, calling people on their bullshit, and a bunch of other shit because it's reflections and I just bounce off the walls, it feels like. Anyways, hope today's episode is very useful to you, and without further ado, let's get right into it. This is The Josh Moxie Journey. What is good, ladies and gentlemen? It is exactly 4 p.m. on March 10th, 2019. Today is Reflections 35. And uh, yeah, what Reflections is, is a weekly series where on Sundays, at the end of my week, I quickly reflect on my week, and then, actually not so quickly, it takes hours, and then I get on camera and I share the highlights with you. I share what worked, what didn't, lessons learned, where I grew, etc. Challenges I experienced, what I'm obsessed with, all this jazz to capture my week in a given point in history. So at any point in time, I can come back and check and see what transpired in this week and what this week meant to my evolution and my journey. And in the process, I hope to bring you some valuable lessons and make this worth your while watching and listening because I am on the journey and I'm trying to share things as I go to make your journey a little bit easier to success. So, and whatever that might be for you. Anyways, let's get right into today's episode. I have a lot of good stuff to cover today and looking forward to seeing how this all comes out. What's been on my mind? It's that time of the year, folks. It is fantasy hockey playoff time and it is round one right now. I am currently losing six to nine. Nice. And I am in the process of a potential comeback. We'll see how it goes. But this is probably going to be my last season as much as like, even as I say that, I'm like, oh, I want to come back for more. But the reality is if I'm saying yes to one thing, I'm saying no to another thing. And I want to be able to say no to fantasy so I can say yes to other things in terms of time because I'm not giving it the proper attention and effort it deserves that I actually want to win, which I, I, everything I want to do, I want to do well and really like take pride with it, pride in it and have a lot of passion with it. And I just haven't been putting in the proper amount of work that it requires to actually succeed with fantasy. And I know this seems so silly, but yeah, I just don't really give a fuck much about hockey right now. It's just honestly the truth. I care more about things like music. If I could play music fantasy, I would absolutely do that. Specifically dubstep and raving fantasy. Anyways, that's a complete side note, but uh, yeah, where was I going with this? Um, It has to go. I'll fucking miss it. And I hope I end up winning everything, but I might go out today. So we'll see how it goes. It's going to be really close, this matchup. I just need to fucking tie and not advance because I have a tiebreaker, but... That's been, I've been caring way too much about that this week. I've been shitting on other people's ways really badly this week. <laughs> Tons of judgmental thoughts about things like partying, marijuana, um, chilling, not loving, 
or loving the weekends more than you love your rest of your week, stuff like this. And it's, uh, it's tough for me because judgment is just not a fun game, but uh, it is definitely what's been top of mind. I've been bad for that this week. I feel like I'm being slept on right now, which is an awesome feeling. I love being the underdog and I think I am the underdog right now. I feel like the whole world probably thinks I'm going to lose in life and I'm going to make everyone look fucking silly. I'm very excited for it all. I just feel like I'm in the right place right now. I'm doing the right things, whether that's content, Nim Sam stuff, Mox Energetics, etc. Um, it just all feels like it's moving in a good direction, especially content right now. My God, I have such a green light with content. It's amazing. I've been feeling disconnected from people. I love social media and how it's, it's a great tool to be, help me connect with people who I otherwise would not see on a daily basis or even see in real life, everything, because they may be too far away or they're, there's just a bunch of different reasons, but there's something so special about physical proximity that I do miss. And I have so many people I would like to connect with, but I just can't because of, because of physical proximity or lack thereof, at least because of distance and stuff like that. So I miss people. I really do. What were my favorite wins? We'll start off with content real quick. I have recorded, I think every single day this week or on average once a day type of thing. And it feels so good. And it feels so right right now to create content. I don't know why, I can't tell you why, but I just, I can feel it in my intuition and in my core that it is the right move to just press record, get the fucking camera. Something about this will lead me down the road to It'll show me why I'm I'm actually doing it someday, but I don't know for the time being, I'm just gonna trust the intuition and keep rolling with it. But it, that, so that feels fucking incredible. I also tried vlogging on Wednesday, which I'm not sure if I'm gonna post it, but it was worth the experiment, even if it failed, quote unquote, because it was just another rep in the right direction for experimenting with different types of content. And that's sort of just, I've loved that so much. Moxieenergetics.com is now live we got the mvp version working and shout out squarespace squarespace is fucking awesome love that it's really helped the progress with that um on the moxie energetics front i'll also cover the logo started working on the logo for that also worked on some pitch stuff um, lots of good stuff in that direction and i i still do need to do more but it's it's some good stepping stones i must say on Moxie Energetics, we also worked on some other cool stuff like uh, core values. I think I might've touched on this last week, but we did like a working session to go back and forth and mom and I just brainstorming and cat ultimately like spitting out a shit ton of things we want to stand for and then categorizing them and linking them. And we still have more work to do, but it was really cool to do that aspect of things. I also loved working on branding stuff. So working on my logo in addition to Moxie Energetics logo, and by the way, I just loved working on the logos. It felt so fucking good to get back to sketching and and then taking those sketches and plugging them into Photoshop. Damn, just so fulfilling, my God. So anyways, but in addition to that, so working on the visual aspects of audio branding. So it started out as audio, just audio branding and then I was like, okay, I need a visual component to this too. So I started working on potential logos. Even before a logo, I was working on potential pairings, which honestly, I just, I had so many random ideas, but I think I'm going with a logo to pair with my 
audio branding. And I did a vlog on that mostly. So you'll be able to see that if I post it. And yeah, that was just fucking enjoyable doing all that stuff. Really, really had a lot of fun. What worked? Following my intuition with, in regards to content, I feel so fucking good when I am recording right now, I'm creating. I don't know why, again, like I said, it just feels so right. So I'm gonna continue doing that, but just not getting caught up in perfection, just being okay with recording a shitty video because the worst comes to worst. If it's really that bad, I will just throw it in Google Photos and not post it, it's not that big of a deal. And maybe post it in the future, like that type of thing. It's just, there's so many different options, but, and also experimenting with different types of content. So doing the vlog, um, experimenting with different formats that I was just messing around with. There's so much I have to touch and I would like to just continue expanding my reach and doing things that are uncomfortable because that is the way. Using Google to help me with generating ideas for my logo when I'm completely blank. So as for my, my personal branding logo, it's gonna be a J and an M as of right now. With that, when I started, it was like, what the fuck can I do with a JM? It's just like, in my brain, it was so limited, I couldn't see, but as soon as I Googled JM logo to try to find ideas, my mind was completely expanded, and from there I looked through the ones I liked, and then from that I took on paper, or I went on paper and I started sketching better ideas of what I was seeing on the page, or slight tweaks and stuff like that, or combining multiple, and then ultimately came up with a shit ton of logos, like, where are we right now? If you're looking on video, this is what we got so far. Like this is a, almost a full page of potential logos and this is just me riffing off of things I'm thinking about and I, I would take one logo and just run with it multiple and just like multiple times. So maybe like I'll take a single logo, I'll try five different variations of that type of thing. So just tweaking, being okay with failure on and literally trying to create shitty designs sometimes. And if I felt like too inside a box, I would start to just do random things and try to make, I, I wasn't attached to it being perfect. I was just trying to get it all out. That's the fucking point of that idea generation phase. But so that worked really well to help expand my mind because I was blank as fuck. And at those times it's okay to start looking for ideas on things like Google. And I had to remember that sometimes. Working on my pitch daily for Moxie Energetics, whether I felt like it or not. It's, it would be very easy for me any of these days to just be like, yo, and yo, I don't feel like it and come up with an excuse why I don't have to do it. Even today, I'll probably try to come up with an excuse, but I have to fucking do it. It's important. It's the most important thing I can do right now for Moxie Energetics, which is be able to influence people to understand the benefits the features as a secondary part, but benefits mostly, and be able to explain NIMSEM in a way where people are able to get it and then ultimately experience the impact and the benefits and the results that come from using something like non-material source energy medicine. So I've got to get better at that. And I'm glad that I'm putting in the uncomfortable action to do so. And it's not a ton of time every day. It's only 15 minutes, but that 15 minutes of discomfort is growing me a ton. Listening to your wishes, your command and power of now while sleeping. So I'm usually used to listening to subliminal audios, which is ends up being things like waves and shit like that, that those type of ambient noises. 
and I really like, I forgot how fun it, because before Subliminal Audios, this is what I used to do 24-7, which is listen to Global Information Network audios while I slept. And what I like about this is it's programming my subconscious for success, essentially. We've got like the principles dripping in, so I'm very cautious of what I listen to because I don't want limiting beliefs. So I try to find very, very pure programs to listen to at night. So I'm not just gonna go and listen to any podcast while I sleep to everything. But it can start to seep into your dreams. And the one thing I loved about last night was this lesson that Eckhart Tolle was talking about, which was, what did he say? Relationships are not here to make us happy. They are here to help us grow, to help us transcend, to help us evolve and to challenge us. And if you believe in soul contracts, this totally lines up with that. And I completely resonate with his message. Um, I feel like a lot of us think relationships are supposed to bring us a lot of joy. And I do think that at the same time, but I also do believe that they're manifestations of patterns, um, mirrors of ourselves, and huge opportunities for us to grow if we use them the way they probably should be. One more note on that. If there is someone externally that is really triggering you, I strongly recommend you consider that it might be something inside of you that is externally manifesting, and that is why you are triggered by XYZ thing. Calling out mom on her perfectionism and inspiring her to act, and she did, and it was so awesome. And it's just a great reminder that the people who are strong enough to hear it, it is a really good thing. And if they're not strong enough to hear it, well, that's really their fucking problem if they're too much of a little wuss to hear some hard truth for the better. Using ginger tea to help make my 24 hour fast, so I did a 35 hour fast total, but having ginger tea throughout that a little bit and coffee and just like different things that are going to spike different flavors in my mouth because it can be very boring just drinking water for a full fucking 36 hours. So to have some interesting flavors in my mouth really make it a lot easier. Two big meals of almost 1500 calories each instead of three meals with 1000 calories each. That has worked wonders. I love it so much. And with that, that ends up being a way smaller gap of like four to six hours of eating instead of eight typically. So loving that as well. What didn't work and how can I improve it? I barely thought of my chief aim this week again. And like same, I'm not doing a good enough job of keeping my dreams in the back of my mind, everything. So some action steps for this for one writing on my desk or putting up some somewhere um, mirror or and on momentum as well, like adding at it is my main task or main focus for the day to everything. Um, writing on this so what you don't what you don't see is on my desk it is I can write on it with um, what do you call it dry erase because it's set up like that. So I can write my chief aim here. Um, I can put it on my door, my mirror, I can keep it in a new, keep my dreams open in a new tab at all times on Chrome, um, and I mean my dream board type of thing. So little things here and there to keep my dreams top of mind because I'm letting them slip too much. Even though I'm checking my dream board daily, but I'm definitely not thinking about my dream board enough, and I'm super not thinking about my chief aim anywhere close to what I should be. It really goes back to that principle of out of sight, out of mind. 
if I'm not seeing it, it's going to be really hard for me to keep it top of mind and ultimately think about it a lot and that whole you become what you think about most of the time type of thing. I believe in that so long as you believe in what you're thinking about. So that type of concept is uh, super crucial for my life and others, quite frankly. I just had a fucking feed session and a half on Thursday. 5,000 calories. It was... Ugh. I felt so shitty like the next day and that's why I decided to do a 36 hour fast or a 35 hour fast, but it was closest 30, it was 35 and a half. Anyways, I did it because I felt so full of shame after how many calories I ate. I went way over. Um, I went, I went from, I got my peak. I ate, or I was weighing 182 and now I'm back to 172 on a fasted state this morning. So 182 is full of food, but uh, damn, there's been a lot of weight fluctuation in the past three days or whatever. But yeah, that was full of shame and not fun. So I don't recommend going that high in calories, especially because so much of it was cheat food. I was just fucking gross as hell, but it was delicious. So there's that. So I am too relaxed in my day right now. I am not maximizing my 24 hours anywhere close to what I should be. And I want to. And I think it's for a whole host of reasons, including things like I don't have a good enough grasp on urgency of time right now, even though I am training to get better at this. But overall, my I've, it feels like time is moving. I just don't feel like I have a good grasp of time right now. Um, there's not enough urgency. I am too relaxed. I am almost lazy to a degree, even though I am doing work. It's just, I'm not anywhere close to what I should be doing. And a beautiful hack that I found, which is, well, first off, I've talked about many days in the past, which is Ed Milet's version of, so he runs four, three days in one day. So he's got sleep for six hours and then 6 a.m. to 12 p.m. one day, 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. day two, 6 p.m. to 12 a.m., Day three. So that's three days he's awake, quote unquote, because he decides six hours are his day, not 24. So that's fucking interesting. And I've struggled with that. I have not implemented that to any degree. I've I've just like thought about it a lot. And I keep coming back to it because I keep trying to force myself to listen to this fucker because not not have my lap, but the, the, the audio because I uh, I haven't implemented it, which means I need to keep hitting it hard in order to, so if I keep throwing myself at this audio, which I'm aiming to do, I will eventually apply the things. And this is kind of where I'm coming up with this, which is, which came from a listen sometime. uh, (laughs) It came from listening to this audio sometime this week. And here's my realization. I love the power list and that's what keeps me most motivated. So if I don't want to necessarily do many days, I could set it up in a way where, because for one, the six hour thing doesn't work because I sleep like nine hours. So there's that. <laughs> Secondly, um, I like the powerless aspect of things. I don't really like the whole time block as much. So if I, and I, that's a lie. I do like the time block. It's just, I, I, I'm more urgent with my power list. However, I do let my power list take way too fucking long. So here's my fix to that. Instead of having one power list a day, having the main power list that is the main score, but then two more power lists to follow up later that day to keep me in an ever expanding mode of how can I get 
a ton of shit done because I am letting things drag out way too long right now. I am not leveraging Parkinson's law whatsoever, which is something along the lines of tasks will expand or timelines will expand to a lot, whatever timeline you give them. So just shorten the timeline and you'll get 80% of what you're intending anyways. So it, we just let things take way too fucking long and overcomplicate things to, to such a high degree. So doing something like this, I think could be the missing link in getting my urgency up because I've tried so many different things and check-ins are really helpful, but at the same time, I want to use check-ins with something like this because I still fall off after a certain degree after a check-in. So something along the lines of this, I think could be really valuable. And two more things real quick. Number one, channeling my most urgent self. And you, you don't necessarily need to channel a quote unquote. You can just pretend like you are a very, you're pretending like in a parallel universe, the most urgent, hardworking, um, effective version of you act like him or act like her and see what you come up with because it's absolutely going to change the way you act in the world. It's very fucking cool. And then number two, giving yourself permission to go fast. So for me, I have this like habit of going slow on things. So I just need to give myself permission to be a fast person. That's going to really fucking help change things. What were my biggest lessons? I was listening to the episode of the MFCO project with the Iron Cowboy. And that dude's a fucking gangster. Huge respect. 50 Ironmans, 50 states in 50 days. That's fucking bananas. But besides that point, Andy said something very key, which is don't spend too much time on the dark side or you will completely destroy yourself and burn yourself out from that fire. And I was like, wow, like that's so fucking true. He said, use productive action from the dark side or use the dark side to fuel productive action. But then a very key distinction was once you're using productive action, place yourself back in the light side because if you stay in that dark place for too long, you're going to absolutely burn yourself with that fire. And that's such a key thing. When I say dark side, I'm talking about like anger, jealousy, um, rage, fear, any of these like negative emotions, light side, the opposite. So I catch myself sometimes staying in the dark side too long, casting maybe some judgment or what have you, or caring too much what of others' judgments or opinions and wanting to prove people wrong and make people look fucking stupid and <laughs> the these type of things. But if I stay there too long and forget to come back, I completely ruin my mood. So that was a very key distinction that I never heard from Andy, but is super valuable if you like to play in those spaces. Moving forward without fixing the cause is not moving forward at all. So I'm going to use Brian as an example here. Sorry, Brian, <laughs> but it's just, he loves to use the example of, or the phrase onward and moving forward in, in discussions. Um, if he feels like it's getting stuck in this sort of like a loop or whatever, or we're staying on a quote unquote problematic or challenging topic for too long and he doesn't want to like debate. I'm not trying to debate when I do these, by the way, just throwing that out there. But what I understand that I don't know if he necessarily gets yet. That's not even true. He doesn't get it yet because this is what he does. Um, he, he, he likes to move forward without fixing the root cause and the pattern. And it's literally like being in a ship with a hole 
and water's fucking leaking through the hole and the ship is slowly but surely going down and it's like walking into a different room and saying, moving forward, there's a fucking leak in the ship and you haven't solved it, but you just left the room and it's like, it seems like it's progress because you're no longer a part of that, um, that room with the hole and the leak, but it's still fucking there. So without you actually taking the time to solve it and address it and at a root cause level, it is not moving forward. It is just an illusion of moving forward. So I, I recommend anyone who thinks they're moving forward by ignoring something, um, ignoring the root cause of whatever the challenge is, go back, confront it properly, and actually resolve it instead of trying to just mask it. By the way, the great thing about Brian and I's friendship is that it's such a brotherly love type of way um, where we can bicker and go because we were we were having some bicker battles this week and going back and forth with some challenge and that that is to be expected with a brotherly type of love um it happens it's a dude thing honestly um so with that though why it works i think is because we have such a foundation of love and respect for each other that there's very few things that can be said or lines that, be, that can be crossed that can't be fixed and resolved later or what have you. So yeah, I'm just, I'm super grateful for him. I'm super grateful that we're able to even have like really fucking heated discussions and stuff like that and then come back to just being like, I love you, man, type of thing. And having that mutual love and respect underlying everything is such a foundational key for all relationships I feel. In addition to that, self-esteem, very fucking key. Cause I've dealt with friends in the past that, um, or like really close friends that I've now are not so close, I'm not so close with. And part of that is because they didn't have that level of self-esteem there. And th certain things I would say would become like too critical for them because for whatever reason, I don't know the actual logistics behind it. And I'm not going to sit here and try to psychoanalyze it. But anyways, it's very important because Brian and I will say things to each other. We might take it personally in the moment, but we quickly let go of it. Okay. We resolve things, even if we're heated in the moment, um, through time and self-awareness and paying the fuck attention to what is really happening in, in the world. And, and when I say that, I mean like in our worlds and detaching and seeing from things from a third perspective and all this type of stuff and just really deploying empathy ultimately. It's okay to talk about things you don't know on camera. So immediately this feels like it has some resistance around it because you kind of don't want to talk about what you don't know, right? Because then you kind of seem inauthentic. But if you preface it with, I just learned this, or I'm in the process of learning this, or I'm working on this type of thing. You're able to talk about things that you don't necessarily know, but you're in the process of knowing. So I've always struggled with in the past with my content around talking things that or talking about things that I've just learned about because it feels I'm like, what am I doing here? Like, why wouldn't I just teach something I actually know in my core? But if you're teaching something you just learned, it's a good way of, first of all, learning it because you can... If you know it enough to teach it, and then you teach it, it hits at such a deeper level. So that's one. 
But number two, we're all just fucking students. We are all students. And to position myself as a, even if I know it, know it, I'm still in the process of always getting better at it, fine tuning. And to position myself as a teacher is a dangerous spot because if a teacher or a mentor or a coach or what have you, there's like this kind of expectation from the world they have to be perfect. And I love that some people position themselves as just students who happen to share. And I feel that a lot because I don't want to be a fucking mentor or your teacher or your, or your coach or what have you. I'm just sharing my journeys and sharing what is going on for me. Okay. So to come full circle with this, the whole point of what I was just saying is be transparent, be um, clear that you don't know everything. You're just learning what you're talking about right now, or you're in the process of applying it or what have you. Don't try to paint a fucking front that you're this perfect fucking being and all that jazz. Just be a student who happens to be sharing what they're learning. Ask people for permission if you can call them on their shit in order to help them level up, help them grow and become their best self. It's a tough love type of thing. And I haven't done a good enough job of directly asking people that, but I kind of just assume the closer I get with people, the more they're okay with that. But that's without me asking, that is purely judgment. But as soon as I have that permission, I'm able, I'm able to give people tough love without feeling bad about it. And I've been feeling bad about it recently um, because it just feels almost preachy when I'm not trying to be. I'm trying to just be helpful and very key distinction there. But um, I found this from talking with mom in conversation. We were just going back and forth and she was like, okay, but have you asked this person if you're able to call them on their shit type of thing for the better? And she, I was like, fuck, I don't do that. So... I should start doing that. <laughs> and uh, I have implemented this. I'm going to continue doing this because if they're too fucking soft to not be able to take hard criticism, they're probably not my type of person. So yeah, it's a very good filtering process. And if I didn't mention this, doing this as fast as possible in a new relationship is great because it just quickly sets the standard for what will occur in that friendship and in that relationship and that um, uh, marriage or whatever the fuck the case is, important as fuck. Content is as easy or as hard as I make it. I think many times we decide to complicate things and everything is really as easy or as complicated as we make it out to be. It's just as simple as that. So caring less about perfection and choosing like consciously choosing to make content simple and to make it easier on myself. It's just such a game changer. So I know that's not very practical, but like you have the ability to ask yourself, how can I make this easy? If this is easy, what would it look like? How can I make this simpler? If it was simple, if this was simple as fuck, what would it look like? You don't have to put a fuck, but that type of thing. These questions will elicit exactly what you're looking for in terms of data to make it simple as fuck. And then you can get back to work, make everything easier, make things take less time, make things better through simplicity, a billion other things. Anyways, I hope that helped a little bit with someone's creative process or work process. And also perfection just, just blows, like just not caring so much has really helped me make content even simpler and just doing instead of judging myself. Um, also just moving forward, laughing at my mistakes, just doing. Just doing.
many people are just so damn scared of getting in the game and fucking up, but the reality is fucking up is not that bad. It's really not. And it's putting in these reps that build the skill so that you can have those breakout pieces of content or those key lessons and to build those communication skills and whatever the hell else you're doing. It doesn't need to be just about content, but just putting in the fucking work, putting in the reps to build the muscles you need to succeed. What challenges did I experience? Big internal conflict of on one side of the coin, do I call people out on their bullshit or do I save face and just let it go? And I've been back and forth with this all fucking week ever since that bribe bickering sesh. <laughs> and yeah, I'm still not 100% on what the fuck to do, but this idea of getting people to agree for me to call them on their bullshit makes things a lot easier. <laughs> I'm a beautiful challenge right now of too many things to cover in content. Like for one, I'm already behind in content after two weeks because I recorded, I think I have 12 episodes in the past two weeks, which is awesome. I love this, this is great progress. And at the same time, it's like, <laughs> I have to convert to daily uploading and stuff like that and really getting, uh, and I also have to build the habit of micro content again when I get the green light on that. But uh, man, I just have so much content. I'm so blessed and I actually have more I wanna talk about. So I might have to do more than daily. It's crazy. I'm just, I'm very blessed because at one point I was like, am I going to have enough content to create a podcast or a channel or what have you? But now I just have, so much it's incredible just because i'm being real i'm documenting my journey i'm sharing what the fuck is really up and hopefully providing a shit ton of value in the process sharing things and sharing lessons with people um with attachment that they apply it and that's not for me that's a very dangerous game to play right there but uh yeah i can't continue like that because it's outside of my control so to be attached to that is to play a game that I don't have any say in. Like I can influence it, but at the end of the day, it's up to them if they want to do that or not. And uh, I'm just obsessed right now with learning something and, it, and immediately wanting to share it with the world and the people closest to me and people who consume my content on social. I just want to have, I just want to be useful ultimately, but I have to detach from people applying or seeing things the way I'm seeing or all types of things like that, that are the opposite side of the coin to being useful because I can't be attached. It's their fucking journey. I can't force someone to read a book or go, and go through a course or listen to an audiobook or a podcast, whatever. That's up to them how they want to spend their time, even though they might be spending it really shitty in my opinion, but that is completely up to them attachment towards fantasy playoff and the result that I might get if I win or I lose, but I really don't want to lose. And I realize it's because I don't want the fucking chirps from Zach and Kyle specifically because I know they'll fucking rip into me, especially because they, it, I don't know if they've realized it's my last season. And if I go out really shitty, I don't want to be like the person who finally, because I've finished really high in the past three years, I think, or two years. And... I don't want to be guy who seems like he's quitting just because he finished sixth or fifth or whatever out of 10. But I was so ready to quit at the beginning of the season as well. So anyways, 
That's a, that's a fucking a stupid but true challenge for me. It's having some insecurity around lack of progress with women because I just completely punched it. And I was listening to this one podcast and it, it just made me feel a little bit inferior until I listened to Jake and Logan Paul's podcast on Impulsive. And by the way, the whole world sleeps on those two. Like, it's just insane. They're the internet's villains and the entire world just thinks they're idiots. It's ridiculous. They are so much smarter than what meets the eye on their YouTube channels or whatever. When you listen to something like Impulsive, or if you've heard their Lewis Howes interviews, you know, or at least I think you should know, that they're fucking smart. And they're really good executors upon their ideas and their good creatives. There's just so much more than their fucking arrogant vlog sometimes, which is fine. I don't have a problem with arrogance in the least. But uh, anyways, related to that, um, at the end, they were talking about goals over, and goals in business and progress over women. And I completely feel that. And that made me feel a lot better about things because, man, it's just, it is just the truth. Like, this is all going to age beautifully in that people are going to be, people my age will be chasing women and they'll end up fucking nowhere and they'll be like, I'm 30, what the fuck have I done? And I will be well into my business journey at that point, eight years plus, or it's almost seven, seven and a bit, <laughs> seven and a bit years plus. And uh, I'm interested to see where, how things all play out with that. But yeah, women are cool. You know what's cooler? Dominating business and life, period. Not being empathetic enough to the people who are closest to me and actually just like the whole world. Um, Brian did call me out at one point this week on his story without calling me by name, but and we had like some bicker session back and forth. But uh, during that, he mentioned that I don't have the gift of seeing things through people's eyes or type of thing. And I'm, I was like, okay, uh, that's fucking bullshit. I do have empathy. However, upon further review later in the week, I was like, oh shit, I'm not nearly as strong as I could be on empathy right now. There was some truth to that statement, which I discarded at the time. But after further pondering, I was like, okay, he actually has some point there. Um, I'm not as strong as I could be, even though I am empathetic to a degree, I'm just not as empathetic as I should be. And I feel like the closer someone gets to me, the stronger or the lower I go in empathy. Um, maybe because I'm trying to cast my standards on people who get close to me and just like hold people to a higher level of standard that I hold myself to. And yeah, so there's some, I don't exactly know what to do on that front, but that was just an interesting challenge this week. Where did I grow the most? Experimenting with content. This felt really fucking good to try different things, trying the vlog, um, doing a ton of documenting, just trying different random things. And they're not like the most different of all time, but especially the vlog, that was like the key thing that was like way different. But uh, yeah, just messing around and being okay with failure and all that jazz. <laughs> Pitch progress. So even though it's 15 minutes every day, like that's only 15 minutes, I am still growing a fucking ton from practicing every single day, whether I feel like it or not, 
getting in the lingo, the verbiage, getting comfortable with it, trying in different ways, um, going in random orders and pretending I'm talking to someone else, coming up with objections, solving them in real time, confronting which areas are not working. This is all growing me a ton because I want to get better at sales and being able to influence um, people to understand how NIMSEM works and how it can help them. And specifically in the the aspect of mock energetics, which is NIMSEM with real estate. What am I obsessed with right now? Peekaboo, my boy. Okay, so Peekaboo is a, I don't even, what would you call him? Experimental dubstep? Like, he makes sounds like... <laughs> that is That sounds so ridiculous. Anyways, um, Peekaboo is a fucking gem. His new EP is so good. I've been looping it a lot. It's really enjoyable. So excited to see him at Ever After and Eel Sonic. Oh, blessed. I mean, same with Mastodon as well. I'm excited to see them at both of those. Man, I just love dubstep so much. Creating. Whether that's designing recording content, making content. I'm just, I love the process of it all right now. It is so pleasing at a soul level. It makes my days so much better when I'm just creating. It just, it's such the move for me. Such the move. Reflection 35, finished. This has been an interesting episode. I had a lot of challenge throughout it, repeating things and saying the wrong things, <laughs> mostly at the start during that what worked thing. Holy shit, I literally repeated the one 10 different times, maybe more, and just continued fucking it up, so that was interesting. But I powered through and reminded myself how silly it was, and it didn't matter, and tried not to judge myself, and it ended up being fine, because I recovered quite quite quickly after that. So anyways, appreciate you watching and listening. Um, if you liked it enough, which I hope you did, I hope this was worth your time watching and listening, but if you liked it enough, if you could do me a favor and share it with a friend, that would be incredible. Would love to see some comments, some ratings, whether that's um, a like rating, a five-star or a one-star rating, depending on what you felt it earned in that array. Um, with some with some comments in the ratings would be awesome. Um, reacts on Facebook. <laughs> uh, follow and subscribes and all that jazz would be incredible as well, wherever you're consuming this. Anyways, my name is Josh Moxie. I appreciate you watching and listening, and I'll catch you next week for Reflections 26. Ciao.